Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look for AZ Adopt Podcast. Today we're going to talk about what happens when a birth mother leaves a hospital after delivering her baby AMA, Against Medical Advice. And we're going to talk about this from the perspective of the adoption agency or the adoption entity. Again, this is going to solely apply in the state of Arizona. However, aspects or parts of what we're discussing may be applicable to other states as well. This topic is fresh in my mind this week. I actually was uh, working with a birth mother myself, and it's one that I've been working with for a while. Sometimes now and then I will case manage to help the birth mother to stay fresh, to make sure that I am current in everything we're doing as an agency and that I have the ability to jump in and out as needed. So uh, this week we had a birth mother, the one that I was case managing, deliver. And she decided that after she had a vaginal delivery that she was going to leave three hours later. Now, what is it usually, I mean, for a typical, don't they keep you overnight? Usually it's 48 hours. I mean, that's the average day. Sometimes it it is just over 24. Mm -hmm. Um, They usually say 48 is the standard for vaginal and 72 is the average for a C-section. However, things that come into play, complications and so forth, that can prolong the stay in the hospital after delivery. What we have found, though, that there are some definite contributing factors that come into play on behalf of the birth mother that will make her want to leave early. Sometimes it is drug use. You know, she has gone so long without the ability to use substances during the time she's at the hospital. Mm -hmm. And other times it may be another factor. Sometimes as I had the experience with this week. Sometimes they, if a birth father leaves the hospital for some reason, they don't want to be without him. And so they will uh, basically walk out just to, you know, be with that person. Okay. What I have found in the last 17 years in working with the clientele that, that we most often see is that when you're working with a homeless person who's been on the streets for a while, 
they really form a connection to a significant other if they have that opportunity. And in doing so, they don't want to be apart from them. Uh, when they say, you know, things like that, they're all I have, they mean in the literal sense, they're all that they have. Right. And so when there is distance between them, I have seen them, you know, up and leave the hospital and they do have to listen to the nurse, tell them that they're not ready for discharge. They're not ready to leave the hospital. You know, sometimes they are receiving antibiotics afterwards or some other medical treatment and, you know, as an agency, we strongly, strongly encourage them to stay because it is in their best um, medical interest. Correct. And the other thing, too, is that if they if they do leave the hospital AMA, then they miss out on the opportunity to spend time with their baby as well. And so this week uh, when I, I was at the hospital, uh, she she definitely wanted to go. She did not want to stay. Um, I actually went to the hospital late at night, very late at night, tried to, you know, talk with her and encourage her to stay at the hospital. And it was, it was falling on deaf ears. Nothing I could say, nothing the nurse could say, could reason with her. And, and she wouldn't even reconsider the possibility of, of staying. And again, that's hard on her medically and unfortunate that she's going to miss that time with the baby as well. Right. Now, was this an interstate adoption? Correct. Okay. So yeah, that could be her only chance to physically have that couple of days to, you know, form that bond with the baby besides, you know, just zoom calls in the future and things like that. Right. We do try to do a visit uh, when the baby is discharged with the birth mother and the baby and the adoptive family mm -hmm. that has sometimes have, we've had to put that on hold as of late, you know, back and forth because of COVID. Right. And it also depends on how medically stable the baby is. In other words, if a baby has to stay in the hospital for a prolonged period of time, because they are vulnerable uh, medically, we may not be able to bring a birth mother back in at that time due to COVID concerns or what have you. So what ended up happening? Obviously, she left the hospital. Um, have you heard from her since? There isn't a drop in contact between between okay. a case manager and a birth mother. They just it's want just out they of leave the hospital. the hospital and they resume the life that they were living to the to the minute before they walked into the hospital. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes there's not even a glitch in their mind. They they walk in the hospital, they have the baby, and then they want to leave. Sometimes when a birth mother is on methadone and the hospitals are willing to administer that, sometimes that will keep a birth mother longer. But if a birth mother's not on methadone and they're not able to continue their drug use, they will often up and leave. And again, that's really hard because you there are so many medical issues that can happen. You know, there's a reason that women stay in the hospital after they deliver medical issues can arise and they're not ones that would want to be experienced outside of the hospital. Mm -hmm. That can be very dangerous. And so I think it's important to, to talk to adoptive families about, you know, this is something that we do see. This is something that we definitely try to prevent from happening. But unfortunately, we have no control over a birth mother choosing to stay in a hospital or to leave. And it does put everything 
you know, for a moment in chaos because we have to make sure that, you know, the paperwork, the power of attorney is signed at the hospital and the HIPAAs are signed at the hospital and the hospital's release of information is signed before the birth mother leaves. Otherwise, sometimes we have to bring a birth mother back if she hasn't signed a third party verification so that the baby can be discharged to the agency. I mean, there's so many factors that normally play out over, you know, the 48 to 72 hours where when you are in a situation where a birth mother is, has decided that, you know, her time is up at the hospital and she's leaving, uh, that is a real issue. Sometimes as well, if they're on, in Arizona, it's called access. Otherwise it's, you know, state Medicaid. Sometimes uh, Medicaid won't pay for the uh, hospital stay if they leave AMA. Okay. And so that can be a problem as well. And again, that's something that is between, you know, the birth mother and, and the insurance. Now, do you find that it happens quite often that the birth mothers do want to leave uh, against medical advice? I would say that it, it happens more than we would like it to. Certainly. I would say that it, it is more common uh, as of late with the influx of fentanyl use. Mm. That seems to, you know, if you were looking at a graph, I would say that uh, birth mothers leaving AMA is is going up right along with fentanyl use. Okay. And have you, like, successfully talked somebody down from this ledge and, you know, kept them in the hospital? Well, considering that I hadn't jumped back in um, too recently, <laughs> other than this fair. one, uh, personally, it's... No, I mean, I would say the success rate of, of talking them into it, if a nurse can't do it from a medical perspective, the chances of an adoption agency doing it from from our perspective probably wouldn't have as much clout as a nurse anyway. Right. And so do we try to to reason, you know, with the birth mother? Absolutely. Do um, do we try to encourage her to stay so she can have time with the baby? Absolutely. Is it always successful? Unfortunately, not. I think the takeaway from this podcast is really just understanding for those adoptive families that are preparing for the delivery of their baby to really understand that this aspect of the hospital may come into play and to just prepare themselves for the possibility that their birth mother may leave AMA against medical advice. If you're pregnant and considering adoption, we are here for you and understand what you're going through. We've helped hundreds of women place their babies for adoption, and we want to help you as well. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112, or you can reach us on our toll-free number at 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and help you get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan, or just give you more information. Check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by looking for AZ Adopt Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Birth Mother Matters and Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Thanks go out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Join us next time on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Raines, and we'll see you then.